Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the GoodWorks podcast. Today, Sarah and I are going to talk about belonging. And as always, please stick with us until the end when we'll tell you what we're looking forward to. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Randy. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm guessing people will be able to tell while they're listening that we're not in the same room because I can kind of always tell. Right. And nobody has COVID, so that's a good thing. That's exactly (laughs) it. No COVID, no flu. Um, But we are recording separately because I'm recording from Lake Placid. Beautiful. How's the weather up there? Um, Perfect. I think perfect is the only word. And I'm looking out this gorgeous window and I'm watching the leaves change like hour by hour. Um, I think I'm in the middle of a painting. I'm not sure. (laughs) It's spectacular. It is definitely the start of the most beautiful time of year in upstate New York. You're in northern New York, but yeah, this whole whole region. (laughs) So I'm up in the North Country, which I think is kind of like a cousin to the Finger Lakes. Mm -hmm. Maybe a first cousin, maybe a favorite cousin. Yes, I would. I know I would totally agree. And so the I was at a training last week in Pittsburgh, and there was somebody from the Adirondack Community Foundation um, oh. in the training with me. And so there were a lot of like going back and forth with how you know we're we're so similar. So yeah, oh, shout out! Agree. We are like cousins. Yes. Okay. Shout out to the Northern Adirondack Community Foundation, headed up by Callie Brooks, one of my fave presidents. Um, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> It's funny, you know what, what a great idea actually to start with talking about when you ran into a funding cousin at a training, um, because we were going to talk about belonging today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So to set this up a little bit, we're hearing a lot about DEIB, meaning diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. The B is for belonging. And I'm not sure if it gets quite as much attention in workspaces as maybe some of the other parts of that DEI, but it is really, really important. And we were going to talk today because it's one of those things that's easier to articulate as a feeling than as a a work plan, if if that makes sense. This morning, as I was thinking about the topic, I know when I don't feel like I belong in a place. And what came to mind immediately was, you know, the store Spencer Gifts? Oh, oh. (laughs) In the mall? Well, in all malls across America? I don't belong there. Nope. No, no. Nope, nope, nope. I walk into a Spencer Gifts and I say to myself, this place is not for me. Right. And that's okay. It's for someone. Oh, sure, sure. They're like the cockroaches of malls. They never die. Yeah. No, Those. same way I feel about like being in, um, what's that store? I don't even know if it's still at our mall. It's got like, the only thing I can describe it as like sort of like clothing that our, our goth friends might wear. Hot topic. <laughs> Hot topic. <laughs> there you go. Hot topic. Again, yeah. not for me. Not for me. But for people that I'm glad it's there. I'm so oh, happy absolutely. Hot Topic is there. But nope, not for me. I don't think I've no. ever put on an article of clothing from Hot Topic. No, no, me neither. Maybe for Halloween. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, so the point being yeah. that I know when I don't belong somewhere, and it's okay if I don't belong at Spencer Griffs or at Hot Topic. Right, right. But imagine if you had the feeling that I have at Spencer Gifts at school mm-hmm. or at your doctor's office right. or 
in your workplace. Can you imagine how that feels day to day? I can't. No, I can't imagine how that is. No. So Sarah, what are some ways you think that we create a sense of belonging for more people in spaces that is authentic and real and not just lip service? Well, I think, um, I think for one um, would be getting to know people, not necessarily just for the skill set they bring to workplace, but who they are as an individual. Yes. Um, and, and that takes time and conversations and, and, and genuine relationships um, with people and trying to understand different points of view um, and, and really just providing an open and welcoming space for people to truly feel like, you know, this is, this is kind of, this is my safe space. This is where I belong. And I think you're absolutely right. I think that's done through relationship building. Yeah. There's a lot you can do really with your physical space. And I don't want to deny that or, or, or under rate or undervalue, I should say Mm -hmm. the, the things you do with the colors in your space, the lighting, the music, the the temperature, all of that, the food. You know, when we think about Maslow's hierarchy, we always want to make sure we check in on that bottom level of the pyramid. Um, And we think that a lot of places that we see in the Finger Lakes in our catchment area already do a lot of that well. But the question really becomes, how are people greeted? Mm -hmm. Who's doing the greeting? What kind of faces do people see and what's on the walls? You know, what kind of people are represented? Do, do we see lots of different kinds of people or do we see a lot of the same kind of person? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so critically important to not only how we treat our people that we work with every day, but how we are, like you're saying, like welcoming the community into our space too. Mm -hmm. A place that I think is really good at welcoming people is the food pantry, the Corning Panda Post food pantry there on Route 352. There is something about that waiting room that is very welcoming, and I can see that they really work to foster a sense of belonging. And as I've been in that space and I've been there with people who are shopping, quote unquote, the food bank, um, I do get the sense that they're they're kind of having a good time. They're seeing lots of things that they want to eat. Mm-hmm. And they really have a big variety of kinds of food. So it's not trying to say, hey, everyone who comes here gets the same meal this week. You really shop it the way you shop a grocery store. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that about the... And it really breaks down kind of the stigma that's oftentimes associated with folks who are needing a little help during some really difficult times in their life. That's the last thing they want to feel like as they're, you know, going to a food pantry that they are different. So is there anywhere that you think about that you just automatically feel like, oh, I love it here. I feel like I really belong. Um, well, I would say the Community Foundation. <laughs> it's kind of like an easy sort of slam dunk for me. I'm glad um, you feel that way. Yeah. I would also say uh, I'm at the Rockwell Museum. We were just there not too Mm -hmm. long ago, um, and they have done so much over the years to make the museum really transform from a place that's, I mean, it's always been beautiful, and the collection is amazing, but it's, 
you know, the types of pieces and exhibits and, and the staff members that they that they have within the Rockwell have really changed the feeling that you get when you enter a museum. And it's, you know, not just for adults going to look at pretty pictures, but, you know, families and kids and students and, um, you know, just cuts across all different types of ages and races and different, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you took the thought right out of my brain. I thought of the Rockwell too. Absolutely. And especially um, we recently went, I mean, I was at the same meeting where you were, but also I went with my family to see an exhibit and we were marking at how comfortable the space was. And it was funny because we have, I think I've mentioned on this podcast, I've certainly on social media for anyone who follows me. Um, we now have Jaden living with us who is, uh, you know, a black young man and he enjoyed our trip to the Rockwell so much that he actually um, now has my membership card in his wallet because we have a family membership so he can go back anytime and pop in awesome and I just he said I like it here and I said then take the family membership card that was to me such a testament to the space they've created that here an 18 year old young man said I want to spend time in this museum that's awesome. They have a really good gift shop too. And if I can oh say, yeah, they one do. Of, one of the best gift shops that I've seen <laughs> around. Well, and sort of shout out to that gift shop. The Sunday after Black Friday, so yep. is National Museum Gift Shop Day, and they always do it up. And they'll have snacks and discounts. And so mark your calendar. You have Thanksgiving, then Black Friday, then Small Business Saturday, then. Museum gift shop Sunday. So just shop all the shop all the way through. <laughs> I had to back you up a little bit earlier into November too and start off with FLX Gives. Okay. Sort of like the lead off to all <laughs> things like shopping and goodness. So the 16th and 17th of November from 6 to 6, you can shop for nonprofit organizations to make a gift to. And that really for us, it's actually national philanthropy. Um day uh also but this sort of like kicks off the entire giving shopping loving (laughs) season okay so I feel like we've already now gotten right into what we're looking forward to so go ahead beyond FLX gives what else are you looking forward to beyond that so I you and everybody else here knows how stinking excited I am about this but I recently joined the board of directors for the Friends of um, Woodlawn Cemetery. Um, It's really fulfilling my (laughs) passion for all things cemeteries. Yes. Um, Yes, it is. I love it. (laughs) Woodlawn is like one of my favorite cemeteries ever. So um, I finally was able to make some space in my in my life to um, devote some time to um, the board. Anyways. One of the cool things that they do every year is collaborate with Shimon County Historical Society and Elmira Little Theater to put on the Elmira Ghost Walk tours. Mm-hmm. And so the Ghost Walk um, always happens right before Halloween. This year it's October 12th, 13th, and 14th, um, where you know attendees will take a bus and they'll arrive in the cemetery and go on a guided tour of you know some of the famous dead um, (laughs) in the cemetery. So I'm volunteering um, my time on that Friday to give a couple of tours. Um, But if you'd like to go as a guest, um, you can go to Eventbrite. 
Um.com and then just search for Elmira's Ghost Walk and purchase your tickets. And every year this sells out, so you're gonna want to go ahead and get your tickets now uh, for the Ghost Walk. So. I, I really just want to emphasize how excited you are. I feel like our <laughs> listeners, um, when she found out she got to participate in this as a volunteer, she came rushing into my office with the biggest smile on her face and yeah. honestly was over the moon with enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. This is not some, you know, lip service being paid. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Sarah loves this board, loves this event, and I couldn't be happier for you and for them that you are a part of their work now. Um, I was driving yesterday from Lake Placid to Burlington, Vermont, and passing some really beautiful old cemeteries yes. and thinking, oh, this is like such a Sarah thing <laughs> and that you would have stopped and you would have taken pictures. And um, yeah, yeah, I was thinking about Absolutely. you all day. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm glad that <laughs> cemeteries and, and <laughs> thinking of me are two in one. Hand in hand. Awesome. I don't see a beautiful old cemetery without thinking about you. Oh, thank you so much. So, yeah, what are you looking forward to? Well, I'm looking forward to something in November, but I'm bringing it up now because it requires a little bit of homework. I'm looking forward to Election Day. It's Mm. November 7th, Tuesday, November 7th. And it's a lot of people call these off-cycle and, you know, it's not the midterms, but it's off-cycle elections. I don't love that phrase because it's Election Day. We have Election Day every single November, and it's always important. It doesn't matter if a senator or a House member or a presidential election is on that ballot. Every Election Day matters, and especially this one, because this is a lot of county elections. This is where you're going to see local elections, and your day-to-day life is so impacted by the people that sit in those seats at the county level, the city level, the town level, the state level, and I don't like the thought that people sit out the smaller elections when a race can be decided by one or two votes. Your vote matters tremendously in our small towns and our small communities. So the reason I'm bringing it up now is in case anyone listening isn't yet registered to vote. You have plenty of time right now because election day isn't until November 7th. And you have to just do a little bit of homework. The easiest way in the state of New York to register to vote is at the DMV website, the Department of Motor Vehicles. And you're going to need to have a couple things handy when you get to that website. Either your driver's license or permit or some other state non-ID card that's not related to driving. You need that thing in your hand. You need to have the zip code that is currently on record with the DMV where they think you live and your social security number. You have all that handy, you're going to register very, very easily. And so just do that, get it out of the way, do it now. That way when it's election day, you show up at the polls and you're ready to go. I just want to make sure everyone listening is registered and gets out and votes on that day. We also now in New York have early voting, so you're going to start to see lots of information about early voting. Um, But it changes a little bit when there are these smaller cycles. So the best thing to do is mark election day on your calendar and essentially treat it as a deadline. Make sure you have voted by that day. And if you haven't yet, go to the polls and vote. And you're going to see yard signs. Get out, talk to your neighbors. Talk to your friends. Say, hey, who are you voting for? If there's a candidate that you've never heard of, ask around. Chances are someone you know knows them personally. That's the best thing about these elections. The people on the ballot are people right in your town. So get to know them, get to know the process, and make sure you vote. Make sure you vote. It's that crucial. Yeah. 
I think your point about, you know, people wondering if your vote really matters, you know, and sometimes feels that it, that, <laughs> that it may not matter that much in our big, big elections, presidential elections and so forth. But um, yeah, this is voting for your local representatives is really where you have so much power. Yes. And to tie it back to the conversation we started earlier about belonging, if you're a person that feels right now that you don't belong in City Hall or you don't belong in places where big decisions are made, I want you to think about a person you know that you think does belong in that space. And I want you to reach out to them and say, hey, you seem to really belong in places where decisions are made. And I want to belong there too. I need you to help me belong in that space. The person who already belongs, that's sort of, this is we're going to talk now, in-group, out-group in sociology. The person that already belongs has an obligation to make sure the door is wide open to other people. They have an obligation to open that door, open that window, let people in. So if you're sitting listening and thinking, I just don't feel like I am a person that could go to a, a city council meeting and ask a question, reach out to that person in your life that can and have them take you along. Mm -hmm. Have them sponsor you into that space. You don't need to do this alone and you shouldn't have to do it alone. So, and I'm offering to be that person. If you're thinking, well, I don't really know someone, then you know me, you listen to our podcast. You know, Sarah, you listen to I, our podcast. I'll just, go. To us. I'll just go and be a buddy. Absolutely. We'll be your buddy. <laughs> Yep, we will be your buddy in that room. And once we're in that room with you, we will say, and how could we make it so that this space does feel safe for you? How can we make sure that you do belong here next time? So let's, let's do that. Let's vote for people that care passionately about transparency and having those doors be wide open and making sure everyone in the community feels like they have a seat at the table. So... Sarah, thank you so much for the conversation. I always feel like we belong wherever we are because we kind of just bring that vibe. Except Me too. Hot Topic or Spencer Gifts. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, well, you won't find us there. <laughs> no, you won't find us there. But I hope that you like it. I hope if you're listening, you think those are my favorite stores. I'm so glad. I'm so happy they're there for you. Just keep doing you. Absolutely. Keep doing you. That's right. Well. Thank you. And thank you listeners for sticking with us all the way to the end. We can't wait to talk with you again next month on the Good Works Podcast.